This is season six of the Team Roping Journals podcast, The Score. With over two million downloads, this is where Team Ropers talk. This week's episode is brought to you by Gold Buckle Horse Sales. Gold Buckle Horse Sale has come up with a process to take the guesswork out of finding the right horse and allowing both buyer and seller to find the perfect match with confidence. Each horse consigned through Gold Buckle Sales is professionally photographed, videoed, and demoed by a professional Gold Buckle Pro. You'll learn more about this program during this week's commercial break, but to look into consigning your own horse or viewing the current horses listed on their site, visit goldbucklehorsesale.com. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea Schaefer. If you have been a fan of The Score for a while, you know that about this time every year, we do a podcast or two on which horses should be the AQHA PRCA Horse of the Year. This episode is just on the heel horses. And for it, I talked to guys who have some skin in the game on which horses should and shouldn't be in the nomination pool. So I start the episode off with Patrick Smith because he's got the reigning heel horse of the year who he's ridden at most of the rodeos again this year. And that is Cadabra King, who he calls Turbo, the Dunn gelding that he's had for quite a while now and uh, for many years. And the horse just kind of really has come into his own in the last couple years. And so Patrick and I talk about him and we talk about what other horses have been really great on the rodeo road this year. So we start out with Patrick. We move to Wesley Thorpe, uh, you know, top five healer in the world this year. He's split his time between two great horses. So he actually doesn't talk about his own horses, but talks about other horses that he think really deserve the award. Uh, Follow that up with Logan Medlin, who has won the Heel Horse of the Year Award for his horse Drago twice. Um, Drago's a little bit more retired this year. Not He's semi-retired. He just makes less runs, um, and he's been great, and Logan's won plenty on him already this year, but uh, Logan is you know, is careful to point that out and says that he's split time between Cantina, um, his Tongue River horse, and Drago. So Logan will talk about other horses that he thinks are great um, on the road. Uh, the fourth person I talked to on this episode is Levi Lord, who, again, another top five healer and has a really nice horse, but also has a great appreciation for some other good ones, too. Uh, Buddy Hawkins, he is in the top five in the world, and Buddy has for years ridden a grade horse, so his horse was never in the mix. As you know, you have to be AQHA registered to win this award. Uh, but Buddy, you know, spent some time on his own horse this year that is AQHA registered, a horse he calls Easy. Um, but he's got a lot of insights into other good ones, so you will enjoy, as always, Buddy Hawkins' insights into this situation. And the last person I called is a guy on the bubble with a really, really good heel horse, and that is Hunter Cook. So we visit, get lots of information about lots of good horses. And if you are into bloodlines and if you are into uh, not even just bloodlines, but just great horses, that's this episode is for you. I hope you enjoy it. So Patrick, tell me, this is the time of year where I always ask everybody what horses ought to be in the running for horses of the year. Do you, I feel like there've been a couple years where you've said your horses and nobody's listened, but this year, do you feel like, uh, turbo is, is in the running? I do. Um, yes. You know, anybody 
I guess you have to be real careful how you state that because in no way do I want that to come across wrong. I just really feel like he's the best heel horse. Yeah. And I'm blessed enough to be the one who gets to ride him. So I would say that if somebody else owned him, he's just physically um, just an amazing horse. I mean, short score, uh, long score, whatever, he can do anything. And he's, to me, he's been even better this year than he was last year. So I hope everybody will consider that. And yeah. you know, there's been horses, several horses went back to back titles in that deal and man i would i would love that because the horse deserves it not because of me i think that he he deserves that and so yeah um definitely think he's um in the running for it and you know but there's several others junior's got a really good horse that he's been riding um junior's been riding the, the problem with guys in his shoes is he's been on so many different ones yeah and he's as handy as he is he can get bound just about anything but he's got a couple of good horses Brady Miner, I know he's kind of on the bubble needing to win, but man, his sorrel horses to me, if there was one that I absolutely had to have, if I didn't have Turbo, um, I would sure look towards that one. I think that sorrel horse he rides is a really good horse. And you're talking about Shug. That horse has been Horse of the Year before, and he's um, he just got him back, right? He was on Ray a little bit at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I don't really know the story of what happened, but I know he's had that horse mm-hmm. back, and he, he looks as good as he always has. He's That's just a... He's a horse that anybody can climb on and win on. He's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brady's done a good job with that horse. I've always liked him. Yeah. What about uh, how many rodeos have you ridden Turbo at? I feel like maybe there's been a couple where Rooster has appeared, but for the most part, Turbo's done all the lifting. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to was actually doing my rodeo count this morning. I'm going to end up going to 71 or 72 rodeos, depending on how I get up. And I'm going to bet that out of those 72, 65 of them are going to be turbo. So yeah, um, that's just when you kind of get in the groove. Uh, Roosters worked amazing everywhere I've ridden him. I love riding him, but when if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's what the saying says, right? <laughs> so I, I stay on him because he's felt like a million dollars, and uh, he's worked so well for our team. And he's got almost a decade in younger age than rooster does so yeah. rooster gets to rest his legs and <laughs> be ready for breeding season more than he used to be when i was traveling as much with him have you let anybody else on turbo this year yes i have a few times actually i know uh colby Payne is ridden him and uh wesley thorpe has ridden him it's been a few times the guys have got on him and those two have good horses so it's nice that uh they can transition nicely onto yours it, was that just when you guys were flying places and, and needed to split rigs up Right. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes I think Colby had a horse that had a little soundness issue and he mm-hmm. got on him. And Wesley and I buddied again this year. And, you know, we like riding each other's horses when we get the opportunity to send horses different directions. Well, it's always nice to know you've got each other's waiting on you somewhere else. At least we know them a little bit. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you very much, sir. You've got the horse sound thank effects you. in the background to make it very realistic. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready. He's ready to stand for me. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. (laughs) Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, as always, thank you, Patrick, for being easy to get a hold of and answer your phone. Appreciate it very much. Next up, as promised, is world champion Wesley Thorpe. Give me the rundown. What horse do you think should be in the running for horse of the year? So for me, uh, I put Turbo first just because I've been around him a lot and, uh, Budded with Patrick and I've mm-hmm. ridden him some, so I I know the horse really well and I think he, you know, he works just as good at the end as he does at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and uh, takes at least sixty to sixty-five of the rodeos throughout the year. I would say, um, 
you know, you can't ride him at everyone because you're having to fly sometimes and stuff. But he, uh, to me, I put him first just for mm-hmm. how well he works and, and how good he holds up on the road. And, and he just is really good in any situation. And, yeah, you've had to ride him a few places, right, when you guys were, you were buddied? I, and... I have. I've ridden mm-hmm. him before. I rode him at a couple jackpots uh, a couple years ago, too. So I've ridden him. Um, I've probably ridden him at four jackpots, too. So mm-hmm. I know him. No, I'm pretty good. Practiced on him some, so yeah, I've uh, I've had a pretty good feel for him. Is he very different than like Juice and Ray J? I would say he's a pretty like kind of in the middle of both of them. Uh huh. Um, like he most of the good fe- features that each of them have like are kind of he has you know um, he has just a little more speed than Juice. And he's got, you know, which Ray J, Ray J is a little sharper in, in some certain areas and kind of uh, just, you know, speeds up the run in certain places. Yeah. And Turbo kind of has that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but he's also kind of has the easy factor that Juice has as well. Really forgiving and uh, just lets you, lets you kind of, you know, jackpot one head, no matter really the circumstances, he's kind of got all of it. Yeah. But he's as sharp as you want him to be too, so. Um, he, I would say he has the best qualities of both. Good. Do you have any other horses that you were impressed by this year? Maybe any that nobody notices or? Yeah, I, I tell you the horse that I really, uh, really like, of uh, is Dylan Grams. Mm. Um, I think that that bay horse is really nice. Keely Bonnet used to own him mm-hmm. and I actually tried him this winter in, uh, during Tucson. So I got to run some steers on him and, I just think he he's a really cool horse because he's he's kind of a winner. You know, he's always on your team, mm-hmm. not going to take anything away from you. And I think it's made. Uh, I mean, I've always thought Dylan Hill's really good, but I thought it was just watching from the outside looking in. He had a really solid horse he could rely on all year, and it, and as you can see, it's made made up a difference um, for yeah. that team, in my opinion. So uh, I think I'm I'm a pretty big fan of that horse. Very good. Well, thank you, Wesley. I appreciate it. You bet. You bet. I think uh, there was one other horse I is obviously that stood out as Paul's. Oh, yeah. Uh, if he had yeah, had that more. horse the whole year, I think the conversation would be different. It would be different. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It made it, it turned his whole turned the whole season around for that team. So, yeah. Uh, and they, they went right back to that was like Paul and Casino right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Seeing. So, <laughs> I think you're seeing you know, big turnaround for them. So yeah, that, that horse has been pretty cool, which I am a little partial to all three of those. I've ridden all three of them. So I've, I've, you know, gotten a feel for them. So, uh, and to watch them do good, it just seems like they're, um, you know, they're just really good horses. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. You bet. Absolutely. You guys have a good thank week in the Northwest. Almost done. Well, <laughs> almost done. Final stretch. Final stretch. All right. Talk to you soon, Wesley. All right, Bye. Say, thank you. Logan Medlin is our next guest, as I said, and he is uh, always willing to jump through whatever hoops I, I throw at him to, to visit and to just kind of help me get my job done. So thank you, Logan. I'm glad you were visiting with us while you're getting horses or getting your horses exercised there in Ellensburg. Give me the rundown, Logan. Who do you think should be horse of the year on the hillside? I think there's been – I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I think the hill horses overall as a whole, then 
in previous years. I think there's a lot of really a lot of really good horses. I think um, so too. Yeah. I, I think there's a there's there's four or five I think that could be I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. Um mm-hmm. whether they nominate them or not, I don't know, but they uh I think the overall as a group they're deeper, but I think obviously Patrick's horse has been very good again, Turbo. I thought he's looked as good as good as he did last year. And I tell you who, I don't know if he's get, is going to get a lot of, or has got a lot of recognition in the past, but Levi Lord's Little Bay. Yeah. That horse I don't know good. what he calls the horse, but that horse has looked very good. Birdie, I um, think. Birdie is his name. Birdie. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that horse has been, been lights out, I thought. I mean, he's, you know, Levi does a good job of putting him in a good spot, but I mean, he's, he's held lights out behind Dustin this year. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't catch as many by two feet as he has without riding a pretty dang good horse. And so I, I, I've probably been more impressed with that horse than I have a lot of them. But, but like I said, overall as a group, I think there's five horses that could win it, mm-hmm. but I've been very impressed with Levi Lord's little bay. Yeah, absolutely. And how many has Drago got this year? What has been the division? Like, you know, people talk about a lot of the horses of the year. They want them to have been at 65 at least out of 75 rodeos. Or that's that's one of the criteria that people talk about. Have you right. – you've been pretty evenly split between those two? Or have you ridden Cantina a lot no, too? I've rode Cantina a lot. Yeah. I rode – I probably rode Cantina. After I go to 75, I bet I ride Cantina at – 65 of them really okay yeah i rode drago at three during the winter i rode him at san Antonio, fort worth and austin i didn't ride him at houston and then i didn't ride him any in the spring i rode him at diamond and then i rode him you know here and there i rode him at a few couple of the fourth when we had different rigs going and then i rode him I rode him at Caldwell and Camby the other day. I think the last place I rode him would have been Candy, and that was because we had two rigs going. Yeah. I, we sent a rig to Baker and then sent a rig. And so I usually, well, dang near every time that I've had both of my horses with me, I've rode Cantina mm-hmm. every every time so yeah i mean i i, I guess i should say. know that more than anybody but i do feel like there have there's been plenty of money that you have won on drago this year too like anytime yeah. you rode him he's been great yeah he's been mm-hmm. he's been and and unfortunately that's kind of what i have to do with drago now mm-hmm. with his soundness issues i mean he's i'm leading him around right now and he's getting around fine but i can't that's kind of what i was told by my vets and stuff this winter and this fall that I couldn't ride him every time or he wouldn't hold up. And, yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I've got him out a couple times, two or, two or three different times this summer and was going to use him, and he was too sore to ride. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, they, and they told me that was going to be part of it, and I put him up, and six hours later, he might be fine. Yeah. But it's just kind of a, a – it's one of them deals that he can't really rely on him mm-hmm. every time, and so I haven't – I've got to got I've got to ride in Cantina and he's just he's stepped up and I really like the way that if that he's felt and so I've just kind of stuck with him. Where do you go the rest of the week? I just go to Piala uh, tomorrow in the first set. So I go tomorrow night, Friday night, 
and then I got I've got seven rodeos left. So I go to Puyallup and Pendleton and Albuquerque, Abilene, and then I do Amarillo, Stephenville, and then hopefully get into Sioux Falls. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Well, thank you, Mr. Logan. Talk You're to you soon. You're welcome. It's good to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, so, well, hopefully we talk after you just win Puyallup again, right? Again, hey, you won it last year, right? Hot. Yeah, I won it last year. Yeah. I'd like to repeat. I would like you to repeat, too. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Thank you. I'll talk yeah. to you soon. We're going to take a break to talk to you about Gold Buckle Horse Sale, the presenting sponsor of today's episode of The Score. Years of experience have taught the Gold Buckle Horse Sale team that buying the right horse can really be tricky. From looks, demeanor, soundness, temperament, athleticism, to overall mind, there are a lot of factors that go into finding the right horse for you. Gold Buckle has come up with a process to take the guesswork out of finding the right horse. Each Gold Buckle certified horse is photographed and videoed professionally, as well as previewed and tested by a Gold Buckle Pro. Now here is the process. Consigners submit an application to be in the Gold Buckle online sale. This application will be reviewed by their pro panel and you'll be contacted by a Gold Buckle Pro. Once that horse is approved, consigners will complete the intake form and pay the listing fee. At that time, your Gold Buckle Pro will be setting up your demo and photographing and videoing the horse. Consigners will be given a day, time, and location for their horse to be previewed by that Gold Buckle Pro in the area. The horse will be professionally photographed and the preview will be videoed. The pro will talk through their checklist of items, such as talking about the horse's overall appearance, any blemishes they might have. They'll pick up all four feet, they'll saddle the horse, they'll put the bridle on, and they'll show the horse's overall demeanor. The Gold Buckle Pro will also ride each horse to give you and potential buyers their first impressions and overall opinions. So you will have an unbiased third-party evaluation and impression. Once all forms, photos, and videos are received, Gold Buckle will then confirm your sale dates and get them listed on the site. Gold Buckle provides seven days of constant advertising and marketing for each horse, which is done prior to and throughout the sale. Once the sale is complete, you will be presented with the highest live money bid on your horse. From there, you and the buyer will arrange transportation for the horse. Each horse comes with 30 days of mortality insurance to protect buyers in case something happens. You can learn more about the Gold Buckle horse sale process and find out about upcoming sales at goldbucklehorsesale.com. Levi Lord is the next guy, as promised, that you're going to hear from today. So here's Levi. Okay, Levi, give me the rundown. What horses have you been thinking about? You said you and Dustin have been talking about it a little bit and kind of noodling it around. What horses do you think should be in the running? Yeah, we were talking about it, you know, just kind of coming up towards the end of the year. And as far as heel horses and head horses, I guess, it, didn't, it uh, doesn't seem like there's any just clear-cut favorites for like mm-hmm. some years, some years it seems like there is. As far as you know, like Riley Miner's horse, a couple of years was probably a unanimous, and then like Logan's horse when he won it was probably probably yeah. for sure the favorite. And I don't know if there's any this year that are quite quite that stand out, but there's definitely a few. I think uh, Patrick's horse again won it last year, and he's ready most of the year, so you got to think that horse. And then. Uh, like Paul, he bought he bought Apollo about halfway through the year, so he didn't ride him all year. But since he's bought him, he he uh, he's been winning everything on him, and obviously a really good horse when Cole had him, and now Paul owns him. And then and then uh, mine, I think my horse has been pretty good. I rode him all winter, and and uh, I don't know what people say about it as far as other people, but I would think he would be maybe in the runnings. He's been good for me. 
Mm-hmm. So those three, those three have have kind of stood out. And then like Hunter's horse is always really good. He's he rides a couple different ones, but he rides Garfield probably the most, and he always works good. So there's there's definitely a couple that could be in the running this year. What um what kind of criteria like? For people who maybe don't follow it all the time, like what do you think of when you think of what makes one horse of the year? I think I think first of all, a guy probably needs to make the finals on him because you know the horse horsepower has such a big thing to do with it. So so if they got you there, then then they should probably deserve to be in it. And then as far as just the horse's attributes, you know, you, they got to have some longevity. They got to be tough. You know, um, most of the horses that win it seem to get the get the bulk of the load for the year, you know, as far as riding them in any setup and, and riding them all year long. So, so being able to ride them anywhere is, is another big thing. And then, and then just, you know, everything that goes into making a good heel horse, being able to run, being able to stop fast footed. So all those horses I just mentioned have, have went all year. And I think they all have, have those qualities. Now I've heard guys who heel, behind Dustin before tell me that they have a hard time getting to the spot when they need to get to the spot because of how fast he throws. What does birdie do that lets you get yeah, he, get there? He's, he's been really good for me. I, I bought him and, and the first place I really rode him in competition was then at far. So you obviously have to have a, have a good horse there and, and got along good with him there. And then, and then moving into open with Dustin, he, he's only cost me one time all year and we ran a lot of steers. So he, he scores really good, and so you can get left. You can get left right when you want to, no matter what the setup is. And and then I don't think he can just run really fast, but he's got a lot of quick speed. He can really move his feet fast, and he he gets to a spot good. And and you know he's always trying to get there, so he's he's definitely trying to help you all the time. I feel like when you bought him, you might have told me that you like really stuck your neck out to to get him bought and to oh yeah to gamble on him. What well, I mean, did you did you know everything that you just told me? Did you know all of that about him before you bought him? Did you have a feeling, or what did you know about him? I had just watched him. I had never been on him. I, I didn't try him. You know, I just was looking for a horse and. And Jake had mentioned something to me at Pendleton, and you know, I, I I never thought I would dream about paying that much for a horse, but got home and had the finals coming up, and then knew I was going to be roping with Dustin, and and you know, like I said, got to have the horsepower under you, or else you're you're definitely not helping yourself while you can. So whenever I got home and had a had enough money, kind of rounded up, I I took a chance, bought him, never tried him, and and sent him to me so that first time i rode him it was it was pretty nerve-wracking getting on him and and i don't know if i i don't know if i got along with him quite as good as i do now the first time i rode him which is probably natural you know but mm-hmm. it's uh you know got him and got with him before the finals did well there and has obviously been a good year this year so i'm i'm definitely happy i took the risk and and bought him and and it's worked out so far Perfect. Well, good luck the rest of the year, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, we've got Buddy Hawkins. He told me he had two minutes. When I looked down, I think we had been talking for about nine. So that's true Buddy Hawkins fashion. And uh, he talks fast. He says a lot. And I hope you get something out of what his little analysis is on the heel horses of the year. 
what horse would you say should be in the horse of the year voting? What horses or horse should uh, do you think should be horse of the year this year on the hillside? Um, Hunter Cooks, Sorrel. I'd be lying to tell you it's the it's the old more more chestnut, not not the lighter one. <laughs> yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. Driggers, not Paul. Yep. Um, uh, I think. Uh, uh, if you're just if you're just general like like uh, are you are you saying AQHA? Yeah, you, yeah, it's yeah, got to be. Yeah. I know we can't say um, X. That's why you're, you've got to be like oh, impartial because no, you don't have a registered horse. No. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> you're you're fine. Um, yeah, and I and I want a I want a ton. I rode easy more than X oh, yeah, this, you did. this summer, mm-hmm. but but still, I don't I don't think. I mean, but you're you're asking my opinion, and yes. I don't think he's I don't think he's getting contention for first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Apollo for Paul. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, sorry, I'm looking around the parking lot and thinking. Um, <laughs> I think uh, uh, Junior spreads it out too much. I spread it out too much. I feel like that's a feel like that's a that's a thing. Yeah. Like if you if you split your earnings, and that that doesn't may not matter to other people, but you're asking for your opinion. Um, uh, Lord spread it out too much. Um, uh, I'm going down the line in my mind. Um, nothing for, nothing sticks out for Jade, Jake Long. Uh, um, I think Patrick Source needs to be in, in, Mm -hmm. I think he needs to be on the, on the docket. I'll shoot you a text if I think of anything else, but if somebody said what, what three stuck out to you, Mm -hmm. it would be, uh, it would be those three. It would be Patrick. It would be, it would be Hunter's first. Mm Mm-hmm. Patrick's uh, second and and Paul's third and Paul's horse is the better of the three I think but he didn't really start riding him so yeah he, halfway. he didn't, he didn't yeah. yeah yeah so that'd be my that'd be my immediate and then I could like I said I could I could chase a couple more rabbits um there's, <laughs> there's the the tricky part is I have been I have been up more with those guys yeah I, I somebody said Cole Curry's horse the other day I haven't seen Cole Curry heal 10 steers Right. Except <laughs> since the winter, like it just, I just didn't get up right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't just camp and watch every big slack either. So that's, that's part of what I miss out on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, uh, I've, I've liked them. Um, what do you like about Hunter's horse? What, what, what has, I think, I think he's, I think he's possibly the most consistent horse mm-hmm. there is. And, and I think, uh, and I would really, I, I would say, I would say for the course of five years that, that I have the most consistent horse and he's not better than hunters, Mm -hmm. but, but I've also spread mine out more and I feel like Hunter spread his out less Mm -hmm. and his horse has been the, uh, uh, he, I mean, just when the run doesn't go right, I haven't seen it be his fault in, in a whole year. Um, and I don't know that it's been, there's, there's probably a few others. Um, I, I would say, I mean, really when we're picking on these horses, that's that's why I would put Paul's horse in third, and I don't know that it you would say it was his fault, but you know there's got to be a learning curve when you when you they're not the exact same style of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that that's where I think mine. The reason I've switched horses around a little, um, and then I think like uh, I think I think um, for Patrick's run, I think that's the deal on that horse is the the run that those guys make when that run is shaping. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen that horse mess up either. I don't think he's quite as versatile, maybe, 
Mm-hmm. And then I'd say the same thing for Paul. It'll get redundant, but it's like those horses have fallen into their roles really well. And then I think I think Hunter's horse. They don't. There's not a ton of variety, but that's that's been the horse to me. That's like uh, I just he he sticks out to me as as a uh, there. It, it sounds weird to put it like this. This is probably the easier way to put it. He sticks out to me because he never sticks out. Uh huh. You know, that makes what you yeah. see about horses in a run. What you see about them is what they uh you see what they do extra yeah like that's that's what you notice mm-hmm. that horse doesn't he doesn't do extra um but it, it's never not enough and that's uh that's the to me that's a key fact in what our business is um yeah it's doing exactly i would I would rather, this will sound crazy, I would rather a horse does too little than too much, but all the horses I ride lean toward too much versus too little. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it it's, I'm going uh, to sound like I'm, uh, I'm going to sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but that's more, that's a, that's a difference in a style and a preference, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm more aware of the, I'm more aware of the style than I am the preference, but um, yeah, I'm looking down the list, uh, but uh, Dylan, Dylan Graham's horse has has been a really good horse this year, and I that, that could be a horse that somebody else had that I saw go for five years, and then I just noticed him yeah. more so with Dylan. But do, do you know anything about he the came, Bay? Uh, well, because somebody else has said him so far. Yeah. Um, they said he came from Keeley Bonnet, which I didn't know. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. Can see that. Yeah, and I and I've known Keeley, and I don't remember him riding the horse either. So it, it'd be easy for me now that I look at the list. I'm more I'm more convicted in the in the order of uh, mm-hmm. in the order of Hunter's horse easily yeah. first for me. And then I would go, uh, I would go Patrick Paul in that order. And, and there again, I'm not, a. uh, it's interesting. I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty biased about, about horses, but I would, uh, I would enjoy all those, all those horses. Very good. Well, you said you had two minutes. You talked to me for eight minutes and 59 nice. seconds. Oh, nine Oh one. I was watching. I was watching. They weren't doing nothing. It's all good. Well, good luck, buddy. I will talk to Thanks. you after you win Piala or something. Come oh on. wow! Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's <laughs> put it on the what? What day is good for you next week? Monday. Yep, Monday. First thing Monday. Monday morning. morning. Yep. Okay. Monday morning. It is say nine o'clock Mountain or yeah nine Mountain. You know what? What if I leave late over here? Let's go ten o'clock Mountain time. Monday morning. If you leave late, you can just give me a buzz that night because yep. I just sit around and work all night. So if you're driving, you Perfect. just give me a call. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll, we'll just let's just lock it in. We'll for, plan let's on just it. Just lock it in for Monday. I think Monday will be better. <laughs> okay. I'll let it soak. Sounds good. <laughs> and last but not least is Hunter Cook. First, what do you call your horse, Hunter? Because somebody said your horse's name, so I don't even know what you uh, call him. I call him Garfield. Garfield, yes. Uh, You've had him a long time. Yep. Yes. I. Uh, but his original owners before me, which I didn't know this, called him Sleepy. So some guys out here call him Sleepy. Some <laughs> guys call him Garfield. Uh, do you think he's a Horse of the Year candidate? I'm putting you on the spot. <sighs> you know, I, I'm i partial to him, and I, I think he's done a really good job for me, and he has for a long time. and. and I, I think he sh- could place. Um, I think uh, he could be top three horse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to straight up say that I think he could win it because there's so many great horses out here. And sure. So many guys have done so good on 
you know, like Patrick's horse Turbo and you know, Logan Medlin's, both his horses are good. But I, I think he can be in the conversation with those um, just because he's went for five years and he's been good for five years. So yeah, I'm pretty, pretty proud of him. Yeah, tell me the tell me more about if if you had to vote and your horse wasn't in it, um, what horse do you think you would you would put your vote in for? Um, if, if I had to vote, I think uh, I think hands down, Paul Lee's horse Apollo takes it. Oh, uh, okay. This year, you know that horse came in the season late. Yep. But made a made a huge difference in all summer. Um, you know, Paul Rope's good on anything, obviously. I'm not saying that, but uh, he went two months without missing when he got that horse and was in the perfect spot at every setup and threw great loops and had great runs. And as soon as a uh, horse got to be pretty great to, to be good at all the different scenarios and setups, and that horse has been spot on everywhere. So. Gotcha. If, if, if my horse was nowhere in there question i would give my vote to apollo yeah apollo is just so cool it's been so fun to watch him this second half since i think what he wrote him at calgary maybe for the first time and it's been fun ever since um now are you as nervous right now at 14th in the world as you are driving to the airport to get on an airplane (laughs) well you know the I've had a lot of people ask me that, and um, like that question specifically, or yeah, <laughs> if you're nervous, just, if, I'm, if I'm not that specific, they, they don't know how you feel about airplanes. <laughs> yeah, no, they asked if I was nervous about being on the bubble. You know, just the honest answer is, you know, I've been on the bubble when I rode with Sherwood. Uh huh. Been on the bubble when I rode with Colton Schmidt. Um, it's it's not something I'm proud of, but. I've, I've been in this situation before and I've done good in this situation and I've not made it too sometimes in this situation, but you know, I'm, I'm a pretty firm believer in God's plan for me. And, you know, I, I find confidence also in what I did all winter to get ready for mm-hmm. the summer. And then, you know, I feel like my horses are good enough to get the job done. I feel like I'm good enough and my partner's going to do a good job. And, um, I don't want to sound like I'm cocky about being in this situation, but I'm confident that, you know, we can do what we need to do to make it. It's almost exciting for me. Uh, You know, it puts a little thrill to it. And I think it's, I think it's a fun race. I'm kind of looking forward to the last three weeks. I bet it's being able to. Yeah. I bet it's still fun when you go in, in the top five though, just. Well, that's what me and champ are talking (laughs) on the phone the other day champ was saying you know he's done it both ways too and he yeah said it's almost the exact same thrill of trying to be season leader as it is yeah trying to be you know on the bubble trying to make it it's almost the same rush you get well it's it's fun if, if we can look at it two ways we can either get nervous and be terrified and not sleep about it or uh-huh. we can look at it as you know this is going to be a fun race and looking forward to taking the challenge i wonder you know i was talking to somebody that was younger and that's on the bubble like a a younger kid the other day and this person was like saying they didn't know what to do or they didn't know who to like talk to and i was like why don't you call champ 
And they were like surprised at me saying that. But it seems like everybody can. Cleo loves to break it down and talk about that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, he loves it. Yes. He loves it. And he's, he's got so many great words of wisdom and encouraging and uplifting. Yeah. I love talking to Champ. If you ever have a bad day, you can talk to Champ and feel better about it afterwards. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Hunter. I appreciate it. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, I will be talking to you soon. Yes, sir. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Score. We will be back again next week.